Welcome to chapter 16 of Only Half the Story podcast. This is where we interview the most passionate of the passionate people of those who are in the pursuit of achieving their goals and dreams. On today's episode, we have Neil Patel and Evan Frew, and they are the founders of Fret & Co., which is a music streaming company which is helping people discover new music from new artists from all types of genres Super exciting stuff. It fired me up to hear their story. We dive into everything, how they met, where this idea came from, and ultimately the deep learning lessons that led to Fret & Co. So let this conversation begin. Please enjoy. This is Only Half the Story Podcast. My name is Andrew Haft, and let chapter 16 begin. <laughs> Chapter 16 of Only Half the Story podcast with Neil Patel and Evan Frew. Welcome to the show. How are you guys? What's going on? Thanks for having us. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Very excited for making this happen. You guys are up to some pretty big projects and it's pretty exciting. We're going to dive right into it. Sweet. Yeah. So... You know, just for context, for those who may not know, Neil and Evan are the founders of Fret & Co., which is a new streaming platform for people to discover new music. And first question off the bat, I guess, if you guys can just give a high-level introduction of who you guys are, how y'all met, and, and kind of, this is a loaded question, but how this came to be, because music we think of spotify we think of apple we think of soundcloud youtube and now here we are with fret and co you know what's going on here how is this different what's what's up so let me let me walk you through it <laughs> oh perfect so, we both went to the u of a we both ended up in phoenix uh funny story how we met uh we met through our other roommate who we were both friends with we just didn't know each other and then um Evan moved in. We moved in in December. Yeah. Uh, I iced him when we met. <laughs> we became friends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just, you know, living with each other and over time. Um, got to know each other for a while. Um, and then, so towards the end of this summer, actually, is when the Fret and Co. idea came up. So the idea yeah. itself, um, Evan, definitely Evan for sure, is more... Uh, he loves finding music. Um, I think we all can relate in loving music. Um, Evan definitely has that passion for it. And I think we both actually agree that finding music, new music, is very difficult uh, in the platform that's, platforms that are available. So uh, we think that what we came up with is a good challenge. Yeah. And um, I want Evan to kind of touch on exactly what it is. So I'll let you chime right. in for that. Right. So um, going back to August 12th, um, it's not that, I guess, other platforms are difficult. It's very time consuming and very frustrating mm -hmm. when you want to find new music because everyone has their own taste in music and their own sound that they like. Mm -hmm. And there's, you know, almost an infinite amount of 
possibilities you can find on every single platform. It's insane how much music is on each platform. And it can kind of, I guess, put you in overload a little bit because, you know, you're searching for hours on hours on hours just to find that song that's your sound. And I think that's very frustrating. And even someone like me who loves to find new music, I can spend five hours and find four songs maybe. You know, if I find me up to 10 songs, it's like I had a great time finding new music. But that's a lot of time of clicking music, not liking it, going to a different suggested, I guess, video or audio playlist or anything, and clicking that song and not liking it. So um, going back to August 12th, I was, you know, spending the day kind of finding new music. I had just, um, I, yeah, a couple of days before, I actually was, you know, spending hours and hours and hours, and I only found a couple of songs. And, I was, and my friend, Daniela, who's actually a music researcher on the website, she's like, you know, why don't you actually, like, make playlists for people? Like, you, you're so good at it. You know, people don't have the time to do it. So then that idea kind of sparked my head. Like, well, why don't I just create a whole platform where I can make it easier for people just to find music? You, you log on. Not even log on. You just go to the website, and you just say, okay, I want to find new EDM music. What's new out there in EDM? You go to EDM, and it's you have up to 20 songs of artists that are very unknown, up and coming, but amazing. And these artists are, you know, they can be on the same level as the big artists like Dylan Francis or something like that, you know, or Diplo. And that's, that's what's special about it because, you know, people, when you go to find new music, you go to a playlist on Spotify or Apple Music and you say, okay, I want to go to find new hip hop music. When you go to hip hop and say, okay, let me hit the, the top new hip hop songs. It's, you know, Drake, I guess now six nine, um, uh, yeah, a couple of big artists. Just, that, just you know, mainstream artists. Main, yeah, mainstream Reshuffling artists. Reshuffling mainstream artists. Then you go to yeah, okay, let's let's hit you know repeat the the playlist repeat that you have in hip hop. Mm -hmm. It's just the same artists. Okay, let me go to the one that's like okay, this is gonna be like a relaxed playlist. It's the same. It's the same artists. You know, so how does that? How does that differ from each playlist, each playlist? So that's also very frustrating. So then you're still doing the digging. Yep. So that's where that's where we come in. We literally create dog for you. Yeah. <laughs> we we dig all the music for you. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And we and you click on our site and eventually, you know, app, it will be yeah. right there and it'll be posted every two weeks. Yeah. Because we are doing that digging for you. And and the site's super simple. All it is is we embed the the music video or the audio from either SoundCloud or YouTube, but we link you to all music platforms such as Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, yeah. and Apple. So throughout the playlist, it, you know, you'll see a song. It's like, oh, I love this song. Mm -hmm. Oh, great, it's on Spotify. Let me click that link. It takes you to that to the actual link on Spotify to the song itself, and then you can it's like simply just adds a playlist. Mm -hmm. It's that simple. It takes less than ten seconds. Right. You listen to the song. It's like, oh my god, I already love it. Click it, add it. Good, you're done. And you could add it to your playlist that you've already established on Spotify, Apple yeah. Music, or, or yeah, any other as long as, yeah. playlist. Yeah, as long as you're logged in already to those to those platforms, you're all set. Yeah. And, and people are banking off your taste of music. So if you think this new artist is something special, that's something you're going to add to the playlist on your website. Essentially. So we, um, we have a total of three on the board, and then we have a total of six music researchers. So that's nine people that have their own opinions and music tastes that are kind of throwing all this music into us, and then we filter it. We right. rate it. We, so we together go yeah. through those lists that our music researchers find, and yeah. then we rate that song kind of in the process, and then yeah. we upload it to yeah. the site. Yeah, and we constantly filter before we even 
re-upload a new set. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what we did for the soft launch. And, you know, I probably changed almost half of, of certain playlists, you know, maybe a third of other playlists, mm-hmm. uh, just because, you know, I just felt that this song would kind of represent this playlist better or just had a better sound. Sure. But it, is, it doesn't mean the song cannot be featured later on. I just right. think that was the best option for this playlist. Mm-hmm. And then maybe it can be the best option for another playlist. But still, every artist that we find that we want to pe- like put on the site is amazing, super talented artists that just are not that well known. Right. We're also promoting these artists in yeah. a way too. Yeah, I was gonna say I think these new artists should definitely get in touch with you. Right. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And we you guys agree. have a team. You mentioned that you have other music researchers. We do. Yeah. So Fret and Co is a boom in business. <laughs> it is. Nice. How did you guys form the team? How do you get people on board? Um, it's it's kind of funny because we all I did we was love this. Yeah. yeah. So I I pitched it to them in the sense that. You know, you get to help us find music for a website that can really take off. Right. And it's going to be in kind of your music taste. So you get to express your own music taste on this website. And, you know, everyone who was on board was like, absolutely. You know? Yeah. It's like, can you imagine selling like someone walks up to you and is like, hey, like, would you like to be a part of a team where we find music? Um, I mean, people love it. Yeah. <laughs> people absolutely love it. People have their, their personal equity. Right, exactly. It's like you know, people. We all, I think, we all search music. Yeah. So we're now just organizing that. Right. Nice, nice. Yeah, this is a cool idea. I'm Thank digging you. it. I'm digging it. So let's let's rewind the clock here. Sure. You guys graduated college at the University of Arizona less than a year ago, correct? Uh, Evan graduated a year ago. I graduated yeah. two years ago. Okay, okay. And mm-hmm. Evan, what do you do? This this is your 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 baby this is is this yeah. the bread and butter for you right and, yeah and fun fact neil you're in nursing school i am so <laughs> plot twist <laughs> some, some pretty hectic schedules we got going on um, we do um but yeah i think neil definitely takes the cake in the, in the hectic schedule That's <laughs> i do yeah i do i mean it's amazing though it's made me so efficient yeah how so uh just having all these things to do right that you know they need to get done right but you just become so efficient with your time like i mean i don't know what people know about like nursing school but uh it's a full-time commitment there's clinicals there's class there's lectures and you're like in all of that how do you have time for for this so i do all of those things and then i mean it's amazing again i'll come home to evan it'll be like 9 p.m and we're talking about what needs to get done with our company. Yeah. It's pretty amazing because he go. he's, you know, some days he's out the door by 6 a.m. and he'll not get home until some days, you know, he'll get home at, you know, 2 o'clock, take a quick nap before he has work from 5 to 10 p.m., yeah. come home, and his first question is, what do we got to do for Fret and Go? What do we got to do on the website? Why, though? I always ask how he's doing, and then we take <laughs> and then we go straight to Fret and Go. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny but good room at first yeah good, good friend first yeah wow. for sure so great dynamic partnership right now now yeah. you you might have touched on this earlier but i'm really curious how this idea came well yeah you did kind of touch on this earlier but i would love to hear how evan this was your idea to begin with right yeah so how did you pitch this to neil and how did neil get on board it was so funny because i 
I, you know, thought of this. And as soon as I came up with the actual aspect of finding new music, I just pitched, I literally walked, we, we live right across the hall from each other. Mm-hmm. I just walked into his room, told him exactly what this thought just came to my head. And without even thinking, he's like, yes, I'm on board. Yep. And it's funny because we walked through everything that day. I mean, yeah. he just said the idea and I was like, we literally imagine how many things we went through that day. We went through the site. We talked about advertising. We talked about everything that we were going to do. Yeah. And then within like a week, I mean, we had a Google doc going, we had Excel spreadsheets going, we had everything going. Like it instantly was like the idea was pitched and then we just took off. Yeah. And then within a week, we 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 started building a website within a week. Amazing. And your, your launch was last Saturday. It was last it was. Saturday. It was a very hectic couple of last days before. It was. Yeah, let's let's talk about that. Did you guys get any particular feedback since the site has been launched? It's been very positive Overall feedback. Positive, yeah. yeah. Right now we're just trying to expand we're build very that excited. build that user base right now. But mm-hmm. from the feedback we've gotten so far, everyone has absolutely loved the idea. They're super excited. Mm-hmm. And we're you know, we're still constantly trying to improve the website. So right now we're already thinking about redesigning a lot of things on it to make it even better even easier and you know even more convenient for the user to use so yeah feedback so far has been great it's been very positive it's been you know good criticism so that we can improve and that's what we love to hear we want to hear from everyone what 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 do you think this needs and what do you think could make this better and you know reach out to us in any way we leave our our email on the website and we also leave a way for you to just message us right there and you can just click message on actual the actual website and we see it immediately mm-hmm. and we i think we take critique pretty well too because yeah. you think about it and it's hard to take that for some people because we put so much time and effort into just the content and all these different things that lateral out but you have to remember that criticism is so important because we are pitching this to an entire market of people yeah yeah Absolutely. yeah it's hard to swallow sometimes like i mean evan will work on something for a really long time for example i'll come home and again this is how we operate it's funny i'll come yeah. home it'll be 10 30 and you could have spent hours on working on something like eight and hours i'll look right at it and then maybe i'll want to change something <laughs> and i know like i and i've told him numerous times like trust me i appreciate everything we're doing <laughs> so if i ever say anything um <laughs> So that, that, that's definitely a thing, but we're now becoming more adapted to criticism. Yeah. At yeah. first, it's like um, I work on it for eight hours straight. I have this idea <laughs> in my head, and you come home, and I'll be like, mm, I don't know. I might just tear it out. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. I, those three words always got me. Mm. Oh, yeah. He definitely hates that. I don't know. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> what do you mean to not know? <laughs> All right. So, so here we are. The website is launched. You've heard nothing but yeah. success. But Yeah. Let's humanize you guys for a second. I want to hear about the failures, the challenges, where these learning lessons really adopted from. Can yeah. we dive into that? Absolutely. I think I can tell you when it comes to, I think the last couple of days before the launch, it was an actual nightmare. I worked, uh, and Neil was, you know, he's obviously busy. He's got two jobs outside of, you know, graduate nursing school, which is. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You got two jobs on top of nursing school? Yeah. What do you, what else do you do? Um, I work at a hospital, yeah. so I pick up shifts there, <laughs> and then um, I do a little home help on the side too. Home help, yeah. It's like water the plants, feed the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Do a little home help um, for that, and then I do um, some hospital work too. I gotta keep myself afloat. <laughs> 
So uh, on the so the last couple of days before the website, I kind of took over when it comes to the tedious side of actually linking everything. And there's I think 480 links on the actual website itself. So we have you know um, 160 songs on average, a little over three links per song because not every song is on all four platforms. Mm-hmm. So we're averaging about a 480 links on the website. Yeah. I'm the one linking every single one, putting the HTML code, making sure everything works right, making sure everything's in the right position. Because you have to do every single link, button, lettering, all it's that. Very, very tedious. All that manually. And you know, we 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 uh, announced that we were going to launch the week now, the weekend that we did last weekend. Mm-hmm. And you know. I'm like halfway through the links. I check the mobile site because actually it's supposed to just transfer to the mobile site and it's supposed to like structure itself in the right way. It's where it looks mm-hmm. functional and everything. And it just discombobulated everything. Every single little button, lettering, picture, box, everything that I've worked on for the last month and a half mm-hmm. was completely destroyed a day and a half before, before we were supposed to launch. Supposed to stop so not only did mm-hmm. I have to finish all 480 links, Make sure the website was functional with, with that. I then had to go to the mobile site and then restructure everything. So I was up till I worked from uh, 10 a.m. till 5 a.m. the following morning. Wow. Got a, got a couple hours of sleep and then worked from 9 a.m. till uh, I had to drive. I actually drove to Tucson. So I uh, worked from 9 a.m. till 7.30 and then worked from 9.30 till 1 a.m. that morning. And then we finished it the, the very next morning. And I woke up at 6 and did all the comic <laughs> yeah. in the morning the yeah, next day. exactly. Just to give you, like your, especially our listeners, a little background, me and Evan have zero experience in website development. Yeah. We have zero experience in any of this. So right. the, if you're talking about challenges... I mean, we have taught ourselves absolutely everything. You had to teach yourselves how to code. I mean, we we're not fully coded, no. But uh, we've taught ourselves to create a website. We've taught ourselves. uh, I mean, you name it, we've done it. How to? Yeah, we actually had to figure out a trademark trademark. without like a lawyer or anything like that. Yeah, we have literally figured out, and this is like I think this is how we functionally operate so well is that we have literally taught ourselves everything. Right. So this is built from the ground up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's been no previous, you know, I took a class on this. I read this in a book one time. You kind nope. of just figured it out from there. We have been figuring out every single thing. Yeah. We're kind of just basing everything on like, you know, how does this compare to other websites, aesthetically, functionality, ease of use. And that's just kind of what we work off. You know, we take, we, you know, we look at a certain idea and we kind of change that and modify it in our own way so it can work for our website. And that's just how we keep progressing. So we'll work on a certain page. We'll check. We'll you know we'll send it out to a couple of people, and we can preview it with other people so they can look at the website before we even launch. Right. We get their feedback. Mm-hmm. We make our changes. You know, if we have any questions or anything or anything, we you know we can call the support line, I guess. But mm-hmm. and they help us out a lot. But yeah, literally no help, no guidance, no web developers, no software engineers, anything like that. It's just all us. It's all us. Yeah. I yeah. love that. I love that. So. Now you guys are entrepreneurs. You guys, you know, you've built something, which I think is super amazing. What kind of advice would you give to the entrepreneur who is a little hesitant, who is a little afraid to jump off the cliff and and build something of their own, maybe because of the excuse they don't necessarily have that prior experience to help build the website, to create something from their own two hands, whatever, whatever the case may be. What would you tell that person? My advice specifically 
is I truly think you can do anything you put your mind to. Just, I mean, look at me. I am a ner graduate nursing student, right? I have jobs, but, <laughs> and we have no idea how to build a company, but we have done it. And it's yeah. seeking out your resources. It's researching. It's yeah. putting in the time, finding an answer. There's always an answer. You've got to find it. Yeah. Very and true. you just got to go for it. Yeah. You really do. Uh, and <laughs> if your idea is something that you're very passionate about, and mm -hmm. I think if you're passionate about something and you work extremely hard at it, I think success is, for the most part, always going to be in your future. I agree. I think that's a perfect dynamic duo right there is passion and hard work. And I've lived off the, the words my entire life that my parents told me is that if you're the hardest, hardest working person in the room, you'll always be successful in anything you put your mind to. And I think, you know, look at us as, a, as an example. We have no idea how to start a company, but we did it. We have no idea how to start a website and we did, we did it. it. We, we, you know, he had some experience with, you know, I guess market branding and all that, but I have no, no experience. I've taken a, a marketing 101 class in college. Yeah, and, right. and you know, got like an eighty-eight or eighty-seven. I didn't even get it. <laughs> <laughs> and we're now marketing this to to the world, trying to get a user base, but we're still doing it. And I think it's going to be very successful. And I can see this being a very big thing, mm -hmm. you know, in the whether it be in the near future or long-term future. But we have a passion for this. Yep. We absolutely love this idea. Mm -hmm. Everyone that we know loves this idea. So I think if if you can find that idea that you're very passionate about, just go for it. Yeah. Especially if you're young. It's a little different when you're older because, yeah, you have a little more responsibility of a family to take care of. But when you're in your early 20s, even late teens or mid-teens, if you're, you know, super ambitious, just go for it. Right. You know, find, right. The, find the right people that have that same passion as you and just go all, all like, yeah, all right. for it. Another piece of advice I offer is just finding the right person that, that works with you, too. Like, I could not imagine doing this uh, without him either. <laughs> as crazy as that sounds right it's yeah, just you guys, you guys feed off operate. each other it's perfect mm -hmm. the way we both operate is i think major key in that too so you know if you have an idea out there and you know there's someone else that's on board with you and you guys know you work well together that will definitely help perfect perfect i want to touch on the future for what fret and co is is soon to be mm -hmm. Now, we touched on the challenges that we previously faced in order to make it come to life. What kind of challenges are you anticipating? We are anticipating a lot of challenges, yeah, but we're now also anticipating unforeseeable challenges, too. Yeah. So just the challenges that we're uh, accepting now, or expecting now, I should say. Um, one, for sure, uh, getting like branding, all that. We have app development in the making. We have um, funding also going to be a barrier. Like we are going to have, we have a list of things on a Google Doc yeah. ready to fire at you about challenges yeah. that we're going to have to face. Investment pitches. Investment pitches, you name it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a bunch that we can see happening in the, in the again, product in the, development. Yeah. Product development is always developing. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you, there is a lot of challenges, and it can be very, it can be sensory overload. Yeah. But <laughs> it's, it's really for us is just taking it one challenge at a time yeah. and zoning in on one. Right now, product development is big for us. Promotion is big for us. Marketing is huge right Marketing. Now. So, uh, yeah, our, yeah, our short term is definitely building a user base, making sure our product and our service is as best as it can be in this time period. Mm -hmm. And then also making sure that this is, if we're set up for longevity, right? That's, that's exactly what we're focusing on right now. 
And yeah, in the future, we are going to focus on you know the investment pitches. We're going to focus on actual investing and and app development and kind of outsourcing things that we can't really do because we're not coders. We're not going to be, we're not software engineers in any way. Right. So when we want to build an app, we definitely need to outsource that to the right person. And it's also finding the right person, someone we can communicate with and have kind of that same idea we want with the app and how we want it to work. So there's definitely the challenge with that, but I think, you know, we both work extremely hard in everything we do. So I don't think that any of those are unobtainable goals that we can, eventually reach i think with what we've accomplished i don't think there's anything that we will not overcome right and really for what i've noticed in this whole process it's just like anything else is really taking it one step at a time and that's how yeah that's how we tackle like any challenge and that that can go for anybody who's Mm -hmm. trying to maybe do something right it's truly like not taking an overload of what can happen, but it's assessing what's happening now and taking it one step at a time. And Neil's extremely good at that because I'll be working on the site and he'll come home from work and, um, you know, I'll, have, I'll be extremely stressed out because this is like, you know, a week or two before the launch. I was like, oh my God, we had, you know, a hundred things to do before this even launches. We're supposed to launch in this date. You know, I'm stressed out of my mind. It's okay, hold on. Let's take, let's take a step back. What do we need to do? And then I list it out and he goes, okay, this is easily, we can do this tomorrow. We can do this in two days. This is already halfway done. You just need to finish it. You know, and he kind of just like lays it out perfectly. And next thing you know, you're like, oh my, yeah, I, this is actually very obtainable. We can even push the launch date up if we needed to, but we're not going to. Right. But that's, that's essentially what he's really good at is kind of focusing on what we can do now, what's a priority, and then what we can do eventually. But we need to make sure we get these smaller tasks done first. I love it. I love it. seems like you have a pretty strategic way on how you're going to conquer some of these issues at hand, especially because, I mean, let's bring it back to what the product is. It's streaming music. You're taking the path less traveled. There's mountains and giants in this space that you're going to have to conquer. It's going to be a long road, and I'm excited to see what that's going to look like. Thank you. Well, yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. You guys, so how do, how do you acquire your user base to begin with? Are these just friends and family? Yeah, right now it's just we're reaching out to friends and family and kind of um, utilizing. I have uh, a sibling who goes to Ole Miss right now. I'm kind of using a lot of utilizing his his friend group and uh-huh. his connections out there. We obviously have a lot of connections at uh, U of A, so yeah, um, that's kind of what we're focusing on right now. And um, yeah, that's really yeah. And I think I mean outside looking in with um, that, we really hon- I mean we know. We definitely have a mindset of what our demographic is with our product Mm -hmm. and it just directly works out too because i think the challenge of people is kind of developing that demographic and how you're going to reach it luckily for us especially for us since we're you know recent college grads reaching that college demographic reaching that younger millennial type of demographic is very uh, attainable to us because we are a part of it and um that makes that branding and that marketing kind of easy what about what about the, I know I know like a lot of young entrepreneurs will focus on the younger generation because I think they they can relate to them a little bit more because they're they're one of them to an extent. Right. What if we were to focus on the older generations who have no idea how to find a playlist to begin with? You know, right. You're, you're doing you're doing their job for them. We are, and yeah. um, I think it's great because you know selling to that college demographic, which a lot of people, yes, do try to do. Uh-huh. Um, but I think the simplicity in our product is going to make it user friendly for everybody. 
Um, and I think that it will, we will eventually we'll have to hone in on, you know, yeah. targeting other demographics. Yeah. Um, but I think the simplicity and what our product is will definitely make it a usable site for anybody. Right. I think right now the demographic kind of goes hand in hand with the type of music we're posting. It's definitely more towards a younger audience. But that doesn't say that in the future, because we do have a plan of adding subgenres to the genres we're already posting. Yep. And and even other genres. Once we expand and get a bigger a bigger group of music researchers helping us out, because it is a lot of music and a lot of work to, you know we want to do in a short period of time. Mm-hmm. We just can't do it with the you know the small amount of people we have right now. But I already talked to a couple relatives of mine, and they were kind of curious. Like, oh, are you gonna add jazz to the website? Like, I really like um, like very smooth jazz. And I was like, yeah, it's something we definitely can do in the future. And that's, you know, something that he was very excited about. So, you know, I think once we expand, we can definitely kind of broaden our demographic, I guess, target. Right. So that's something that, yeah, we definitely we talked about, about and we definitely plan on implementing, you know, a certain strategy that we can, that we can do in the future for that. Right. It kind of yeah. goes back to like our marketing structure and how we want to take it step by step. Mm-hmm. Like I told you how, how we do with everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, but totally. Yeah. And I think, like I said before, the simplicity and the user user friendly of the product will sell. Mm-hmm. I think we'll be able to sell it to everybody. Right. As we, you know, develop step by step. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's still very new. It is. Let, let's continue this brainstorming session. I'm liking this right now. Mm-hmm. How can we get new artists to know who you guys are? That's a, I think that's kind of your... Memory. How do we get new artists to know who we are? Yeah. yeah let's, let's... Well, so if I was pitching this to a new artist, is that what you're asking? Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, like, what I think, I think we'd be a great selling aspect to a new artist yeah. because we are actually trying to promote under the radar new artists right and you know and we're we're actually the ones doing the promotion for them so right. indirectly on not only are we finding great music for people but this is a whole lateral for us because now we're allowing these artists like we can feature an artist if we want to right we can we, can, we have that ability and yeah. if, if we are in you know interest of your music then we are absolutely willing to go ahead and present you to our user base right so i think that's actually a huge strength for us in getting out to those artists because yeah. they're trying to promote themselves and we're doing it for you what's also great is you know we actually embed the youtube video and the soundcloud videos on the actual website mm-hmm. so when you, hit, you know, click that play button you're, you're actually just adding to the view count for that video on their personal channel which is fantastic so and you're also linking them to their personal songs on their personal accounts for each major platform. Right. And also Apple Music and Spotify because, you know, when they when you actually download their music off that, they get paid for that. So they're going to absolutely love it. Right. So that's a huge incentive or incentive for them to be all aboard the website that we've created is because mm-hmm. we do the promotion for you. We link everyone that loves your music to the location where your music is actually at. And bought and downloaded yeah. and listened. Exactly. Um, yeah, and that can be difficult to do. I mean, if I'm a new artist and I just made a song mm-hmm. and I'm going out and now I have to get people to listen, that is not an easy task to do. Yeah. And our site truly helps solve that problem because we have now linked these new artists mm-hmm. onto a site to a user base. So I think it'd be very advantageous for a new artist to come to us. Some of these artists also have, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I've found artists that have, you know, 
5,000 subscribers on YouTube, yeah. a couple thousand listeners on SoundCloud, like, you know, 1,500 listeners on SoundCloud. Mm -hmm. But they're fantastic. They're absolutely amazing with the music they come up with and they produce and all that. And they, a lot of them do it all by themselves. You know, they write the lyrics, they actually perform and produce everything, and they make right. it sound fantastic. And that's something that I don't think we can ignore because they are so talented. And, you know, I, I just love the fact that they're doing this on our own, kind of like us. Yeah. And it's just... We can relate in that aspect. Yeah. We, both uh, with the new artists, especially, uh, yeah. or up-and-coming artists, if you want to call it. We right. can relate to you in that sense that we truly understand the hard work that you're putting into your content, your music, your product. Mm -hmm. And we're doing the same thing. Yeah. And we're making that promotion process of your song or your music popular. We're yeah. popularizing it. And we're doing it on a simply functional, user-friendly site. Mm -hmm. And eventually, yeah. Eventually, yeah. 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 I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. I want to ask you about any any particular personal stories that may lead to some deep learning lessons throughout this entire journey. Could you guys add to anything like that? Yeah. Um, you, throughout life, you're going to experience a lot of setbacks. A lot of setbacks are going to frustrate you. They're going to make you want to stop and quit. And they're going to make you just not enjoy what you're doing anymore. Right. The best thing to do, and this is based on experience, is one, take a breather, take a break, maybe even take a day off of what you're doing. Relax your entire mindset. You know, kind of figure out why you got started with this in the first place. And then work your tail off the entire way because the end result is so worth it. Mm -hmm. I was, you know... Going from the day one where I thought of this idea and then pitching it to Neil, I honestly had no idea we'd actually would fully develop a website, fully develop a team of people that are helping us do this, and actually have a functional website online that you can go to. And we did it, I think, in a very efficient way. And I, I can't count how many times where I would be so stressed out of my mind trying to get this thing done. There's so many problems that I come along with the website that things aren't working, and um, it's just hard for me to continue on. And yeah, Neil also helps with me because you know he also helps me in the sense that I need to take a step back, take a breather, and then figure out why we're doing this in the first place. And mm -hmm. that's honest. And that goes for anything you do because I've done this in other experiences where you go, th you have a lot of setbacks, a lot of big setbacks. Mm -hmm. Just put your head down, work extremely hard because the end result is so worth it. Mm -hmm. You're gonna love this, Andrew. The the reason I can do that, I think, especially I think, is because I am a future nursing professional. I mean, we have to take everything step by step by step. Otherwise, you will get sensory overload from all the things that are going on around you and all the things that you have to get done. And if you keep that same mindset, like even in this situation, and not getting sensory overload and taking it step by step, we will get things done. I mean, Evan could be in a pickle with just 50 things going on and he'll tell me his pickle and I will sit down and we will hit it right on the money. It'll be 1030 at night, like usual. And we will just have that whole organization process laid out. Mm -hmm. Like we can be, I mean, stress comes, but I think I embrace it because I enjoy actually taking it step by step and figuring out and being a problem solver and getting it done. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. All right. Um, I want to dive into both of your, your backgrounds. Now, yeah. obviously, you guys went to college and have two very different 
experiences that have led you to this. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> where where did those synergize? How did I mean? Obviously, we know the background of Fret and Co. But before <laughs> then, do you guys have any previous experiences that can foreshadow a a hint that you'll be taking an entrepreneurial path? Anything like that? You know what? I think me personally, I've always had, I've always had a like my head somewhere where I wanted to get my like feet wet into something like that, right? And I was very excited by startups. I was very interested in companies and things like that. And I still am. I still genuinely follow um, new ideas and I, I watch them. Um, so to say that I have any direct experiences entrepreneur related, maybe not as much, right? I'm just like a, a, any other college grad. I've done jobs. Um, but I think like it's a lot of it is reflection and seeing how these things operate and then kind of applying it to ourselves. Um, do I have any direct entrepreneurial experience? Not necessarily. But did I know that I wanted to do that one day? I 100% think so. Yeah, I'm on the same boat, actually. Um, I actually, throughout my college, I guess, uh, career, I I had multiple business ideas that I always thought of. Uh, there was one, it was like, I was the, it was kind of like a Shark Tank, but also a website where you link, um, you know, people with investors and everything, because it's not really something, it's like, you know, you have this new business idea, but you have no idea how to go about it. You have no idea how to get funding for it. So you just link it, you know, the investors and the actual business ideas. Uh, business people together so I've always kind of had like this entrepreneurial mindset where I think mm -hmm. there's so many opportunities for improvement right in, um in everyday life right now and that's kind of where I kind of want I really want to you know start something my own because I really think it's such a cool idea that you can create anything yep. and you and as we said before is you know if you put the hard work into it you'll get it done mm -hmm. with the right people and you know the right strategy but like Neil, I've had zero entrepreneurial experience. Right. I, I was an economics major, which I guess helps when it comes to, I guess, financial strategy or I guess economic strategy, but that's very minimal of what we've done so far. Right. Um, <laughs> I think it's very important though, is just to have that one mindset. You can like, you can pick apart mine and Evan, let's say you've had a resumes in front of you. I mean, we are very, very different in our experiences, but the one thing that we both have in common is that entrepreneurial mindset. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it's obvious. It's definitely obvious. There's, you guys both have crazy schedules. You know, two mm -hmm. two different avenues of work on top of this. What does your day to day look like? Obviously, you've touched on there's long hours that go into these website designs and, and right. there's other challenges. But, like for example, Neil, you go to nursing school. Evan, this is your baby. Do you have yeah. a job on top of this, Evan? Yeah, I do marketing for a company out of LA, so I'm like trying to set up a fundraiser right now. I'm doing all the infographics and coming up with their long-term and short-term marketing strategy. So my day-to-day -day is, you know, I get up early, I go to the gym, I come back and I work for about six hours on the marketing, and I work for six hours on the website. And Neil comes home and we kind of, we kind of, I guess, Congregate. yeah, yeah, we yeah. <laughs> talk about everything that we need to get done. We kind of do a few things, and then that's wake up the next morning and do it again. So that's definitely my day to day. So it's a a long day for mm -hmm. most days. For me, it's uh, I mean, just to give you a little idea, it's, it could be going to a lecture, coming home, helping Evan, going to work, coming home, helping Evan again. Yeah. 
Um, it's just all over the place. If I showed somebody my schedule, it's very discombobulated. It's very <laughs> all over the place, but um, it's really just using the time effectively. I mean, um, and what I really like about our idea, and I always have to remind Evan too, it's just, I, we like music. I mean, yeah. coming home and working on this isn't like a grunt thing to do for us. No. It's, it's fun. And yeah. I think that's the, such a major key in our success is that we like our own idea. We like our product. So we're willing to put in that time. And it's sometimes truly relaxing to actually like not think about nursing school and work on our site because our site is pretty cool. Yeah. Our music is awesome. I love filtering through music. So and, these yeah. things we do, we like. And I think that's what yeah. completely just sets me apart from the schedule. The schedule can look hectic for sure on paper, but I think like it's almost like a indirectly like a relaxation method to do this too because we both like our product. Yeah. We love it. And it's also really nice because I – I like to have a really creative mindset when I do things. I, I kind of took over when I did the whole aesthetic of the website. I designed the logo and I designed how everything looked. And I think it's really uh, a good a good outlet for me so I can actually go into that avenue that I've never really done. Because I'm, I'm an economics major. My, my whole college career was graphs and financial forecasting. So I, I love being creative. I love to draw when I was younger. So I think this is just a, such a cool avenue that I can go into and really be creative with what I put on there, how it looks and how it functions. So yeah. that's a lot of the time as well. It's, you know, kind of coming up with those creative ideas because mm -hmm. let me tell you, the logo itself took me a good day. A, <laughs> lot, of, a lot of critical feedback. Yeah. A lot of that. We've changed that logo so many times. Yeah. I and mean, one day, was it the very recently before our soft launch, actually, yeah. I found another um, development type you know, platform that yeah. we can use to make a logo. And I was just working on it. And then one day I just, I handed it to Evan literally three days. Like I was like, okay, now make the logo on this. And then the next day when we, um, you know, met up again, it was completely better, right? Yeah, it was yeah. better. <laughs> so that was a fun story actually. Um, and, and then we changed it again. And we changed it, yeah. I sent it out. I got half good, like, uh, I don't like the coloring. Great, great. Right. Um, redid it again, yep. sent it out. Mm, yep. I don't know about this coloring. Let's change it again. And mind you, we didn't use a graphic designer or anything. Yeah. I mean, you guys did it yourself? Yeah. yeah, I designed the logo myself. Yeah. Man, I paid someone for my logo. <laughs> <laughs> See, exactly. I mean, I'm telling you, Andrew, we have literally, there's not a single thing I don't think that we've outsourced yeah. to someone else. We have built every aspect of this. And I thought it was kind of, because I, again, I like being creative, so I thought it was kind of cool how the in, in the logo, you see a music note that looks like an F for like Fred and Co. Mm -hmm. And it's surrounded by headphones. I just thought that was perfect for what we're doing. And yeah, that was all us. We didn't really outsource anything so far. Right. And since we're talking about the logo now, like, I want to just tell you about how we even came up with the name. Of this. Yeah, that was my that next was question. <laughs> so our, our first name was like the day I pitched it to Neil. And he's like, oh, what about virtual record company? I was like, oh, that sounds pretty cool. Right, and we, we rolled with it for like a month. Over a month. And <laughs> yeah. then, you know, I got feedback saying like, well, maybe you can like shorten that, make it more of a catchier name. And right. I was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You know, you think Facebook, you think SoundCloud, you think, you know, Instagram. Yeah, we assessed all these different companies, right? Yeah. Like you think about apps, you think about social media platforms, yeah. you think about newer companies developing. Yeah. And we kind of looked at all those names and then thought about ours very hardly. Like, okay, yeah. we really need to change this but how are we going to do it? Yeah. So we sat down 
on a at a kitchen at our kitchen table. Yeah. And looked at each other and <laughs> remember what we said. Yeah. Neil asked me, "Let's think. Of, like, do, can you think of anything stupid that we would really stick with a lot of people? <laughs> like, what what name is this? Sounds dumb but cool." Yeah. And I I was looking through some music terms and I was like, I saw the word fret, like a music fret on a guitar. Right. Or a guitar fret. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, that sounds kind of close to fret. <laughs> so, <laughs> No, this is a true yeah. conversation. True conversation. We're not making this up. I, I was like, oh, that kind of, that's kind of funny. Like, oh, that's so Fred. Like, did you listen to Fred last night? Yeah, that was pretty Fred. And I was right. like, we just well, we were going off on this for like a good hour. Yeah, and we thought that was so funny. So, yeah. and we left the co from our original name because yeah. we liked because we had virtual record company yeah. co right. So we just combined those two things yeah. and put them together and we had a company name and it is trademarked. Fred and Co. It's, it's cool because it's a catchy, simple name, but it's also a music term. It's a it guitar is. Fred. It so is. I thought that was like the perfect thing, but I was also, right. it's just so ridiculous how he came up with the name. Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and it, yeah. it lateraled into other things too, right? I mean, don't fret about finding new music. Exactly. It's on our Instagram. Yeah. And it's kind of like a, a slogan we have right now. Anytime we get stressed about something, it's like, don't fret. Don't fret. <laughs> I feel like I've heard well, that before. Yeah. Yeah. It's an actual, yeah, it's an actual thing. It's like fret yeah. is to, I guess, worry your stress over something. So right. it's like, don't fret over new music. We'll, yeah. we'll do it for you. Even, day, even like on our soft launch, when we were putting in all those hours, I was like, don't fret. This will get done. This will get done. <laughs> we actually do that more often than not. And yeah. We always laugh at it. It's ingrained in your vocabulary. Yeah, we love it. We absolutely love it. You, did you guys get matching tattoos yet? <laughs> Not yet. I was thinking of I got talked about it a couple times. Oh man, that's awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, I I have one more question before we dive into the rapid fire questions. Yeah. Because you're like I said earlier, you're taking the road less traveled when we talk about music and and streaming music and discovering new music. Uh-huh. How do you deal with the skeptics if you've gotten any? So, yeah, I mean, we are like anything else, we always will get critic, right? That's the first thing people are going to say. Well, th- these things already exist. I mean, yeah, you know, and but we're so confident in our product and what we do and how we do it that we truly could believe that we could change the culture of how or help change the culture of how music discovery is done. I think, yeah, the biggest thing is we just want to add another platform because, again, when I'm going back to my my days of just finding new music for my own good, as my own hobby, um, it it really was a challenge sometimes because you have to dig so far just to find something you haven't really heard of before and that you love. And that's two things that it's hard to do to get, like, you know, put together. So... I'm just thinking if I was a user and someone said, hey, there's actually a website where people just find new music for you and they post it 160 songs every two weeks. Right. I'd be over the moon. Right. I'd be like, are you kidding me? I don't have to spend all this time and it's artists I haven't even heard of. And right. I, oh my God, this music is amazing. I and love it. It's so funny, Andrew, that we, I think just as maybe even as a society or as a culture, like we think that is the way to find music. Like we are all so used to it. Yeah. So when we challenge critics, the first thing we tell them, I was like, this is a culture that does it this way. And we're challenging that culture and making something simple, more convenient, more convenient. Yeah. And I think that alone just challenges like, critics, right? So it is a less, you know, road traveled on for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But I think we're so confident in our 
and what we do and what our product does mm -hmm. that I truly think we can help change the culture. We are not against any music platform. We are not against anything that's being done. We just want to do this and add and make it easier for people. Right. And yeah, we are going to expand once we expand ourselves mm -hmm. when it comes to um, music genres. And that's something I'm very excited about is right. to really dive in into specific subgenres within each genre mm -hmm. because I think, you know, if you absolutely love a certain subgenre, but again, your, your schedule is hectic, you're a full-time student, you know, you have a job at, you know, in college or even in high school, you, you know, you, you go to high school and you have extracurriculars, you have your sports afterwards, mm -hmm. you have homework and everything. You don't have time to find the music. No, but so, we do. But maybe you have 30 minutes, you know, before you can go to bed at night. Right. Rather than going Imagine to what you'll get from our 30 minutes. Our site will post over a hundred songs every two weeks yeah. with different genres, 160, different subgenres right. eventually. Exactly. And it will be right there in front of you. Yeah. Just ready to go. Ready I mean, to fire. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Man, I love this. You guys are passionate. This is like the most suiting episode I think I've ever done. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> we love that. Awesome. All right. Well, let's dive into some rapid fire questions as we conclude the episode. Yeah. So, how old are you guys? I just turned 25 today. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah, that's, let's let's touch on that. Neil did turn 25 today, so let's get a quick little happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Neil. Yeah. I like it. No one's singing yet. No one's singing. What's going on? <laughs> no, one, no one's singing yet. Like, no one's singing yet. We sing, no, we sing it last did night. Did we? Oh, okay. Well, we sang it last night. I'm a good friend. Right. I hope we're talking did. about how Evan actually doesn't like the birthday song. <laughs> <laughs> he said it makes him feel uncomfortable when people are singing the birthday like, song. When I'm, when, I'm, when I'm the actual birthday boy and I'm just sitting there, everyone's singing. I, I don't know what to do. I'm like Ricky Bobby when he's in an interview for the first time. I don't know what to do with my hands. I really, I really have no idea. What no, I'm it is 100% the most awkward 60 seconds ever. Exactly, and everyone's singing slow and out of tune and everything. So it's one of those culture things. See, we're all used to it, right? But it is kind of awkward, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with no one singing happy birthday on my, on my actual birthday. Just yeah. give me a small loan of a million dollars and I'm all set. <laughs> For sure. Nice, nice. <laughs> all right, so Neil's 25. Evan, I'm assuming you're in the young 20s as well, so some life yep. experience thus far. And I'm curious if you guys can give any younger – any advice to your younger self, what would you say? My younger self? I like that question. <laughs> uh, mine is enjoy every moment, especially in college, because you don't realize how special of a time that is. And, you know, it's, it sounds kind of cliche, but that's a moment where you really can explore so many avenues of education. Do you can do so many things. Your schedule is so open and everyone right. you know is around you because – yeah, I live. We live in Phoenix, and we have a lot of friends who live here. But everyone's schedules is so hectic, right? So it's it's pretty tough to get everyone together again. You know, we were, we were both in fraternities in college, so it's it's even easier back then for us to see everyone we knew. So I think my biggest advice to younger me and anyone who's between the ages of even seventeen and twenty-two, just enjoy where you are in life, embrace it. embrace it. And just be, you know, just be so happy, especially if you're in college, of where you are. Because, even now. Yeah, yeah even that, now. Even now, because totally. that time does pass. And, it does. Yeah, and it's almost... And new times yeah. will come. And new good things will come. Exactly. But <laughs> embracing the time you're in and getting yeah. the most out of 
the time that you're in is really important too. Right. I mean, going back to myself, I'm like, you know, I enjoyed sitting sometimes, right? But I was like, I could have done these other things that might have helped me now, yeah. you know? Not even um, necessarily related to this product in any way. And like now that, you know, you do a little self-reflection and think back at all the things that you did, right? Um, not needless to shoot anything down, but just to give someone a piece of advice is to really just try things. Yeah. I mean, just try it. Yeah. That And being young, that is the greatest thing you can do is to just keep trying and trying and trying new things. Right. And never stop. Also, use your resources. Use your resources. Especially if you're a college student and you're struggling in class, go to office hours. I would almost want to slap my younger self. Go to office hours. I guarantee the professor is going to ask you or is going to answer your question. Right. Yeah. So, Seek out self-advice. So let's yeah. wrap it up. I think I would... 100% like embrace the moment you're in. Yeah. Um, I would utilize your resources and know your resources. I would encourage myself to try new avenues and not, you know, worry about that. Cause like, you know, it's weird that like, you're asking, like, you know, you're a nursing student. Why are you doing this? Like, this is music. This is not even related. Right. But I think that's a part of, I think that's a good characteristic to have is to try like these different laterals when you're young. Cause when else can you do it? that's a good point mm -hmm. that's a great point why well, I, I love that that's some sound yeah. advice for sure mm -hmm. all right next question and this is the the surprise question sure and I, it caught me off guard when it was asked to me so i'm gonna ask it to you guys as well so okay. let's let's paint the picture you sure. guys are hosting a dinner event who would you invite what are you making and why Wow. Um, wow. Each of us, like our own separate answer. Let's, you guys are, it's a group party. You're hosting it together. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So I. We got to go musical figures for sure. Oh my God. We got to go big. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, if we're going, if we're hosting it as a Fred and Co thing, we're going musical figures. We would love to sit down and talk and talk with. First of all, we have speakers bumping with our music. <laughs> that is the number one thing you will see at this dinner. Right, right. <laughs> you have speakers bumping yeah. with our music, so it'll be amazing well, already. The music of the artist we promote. Yes, yeah, yep. I think that's important. We distinguish that. Yes, but, our site. Um, I think food-wise, you both love Mexican food. We do. Uh, we're making definitely chorizo tacos, carne asada. We make tacos. Yeah. We love tacos. We're having sick. We probably have our Latino playlist up with this too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There'd be there'd be some drinks. There we have some string lights. We some, like string lights are cool, dude. Some sangria. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Sangria is definitely. Those are be good present. vibes. Can you imagine that right now? Like our site, right? The Latino playlist. Yeah. Tacos, string lights. Who's there? That's a dinner by Neil but, Evan. Um, who's there? That's the big. Who's there? Um, friends. Well, no, no, no. I think we should go major, major musical. Major musical events. Like figures. Figures. Yeah. Um, hmm. What are you thinking? I'm thinking I want Leonard Skinner there. I think I, I grew up on that kind of era of music. Uh, Leonard Skinner, I want um, Van Halen there. I kind of want some country artists. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. You, yeah. You can go <laughs> I like country. Um, I want some. I'm what else do I want? I want some hip hop artists. Well, you got to name some people. Uh, oh, for country artists? Yeah. Ooh. I, I, like, I Who's my winner right now? Well, I'm a big Thomas Rhett fan. I would love to have Thomas Rhett there. I think I would take Sam Hunt. Sam Hunt? Yeah. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Classic. <laughs> Classic. Thomas Rhett and yeah. Sam Hunt. 
Both like right. the same genre of country music too. They both kind we of are, that, like the same. Like, poppy, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the same type yeah. of song. <laughs> well, I got some old-fashioned good artists too. Yeah. Yeah, Ooh, we absolutely. love our Tim McGraw, our Faith Hill. We respect it. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm huge into Chris Stapleton. He's my guy. Yeah, yeah, Chris Stapleton's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> He's my guy. Really good. <laughs> I'm actually um oh now I'm blanking on his name right now. Yeah. Um, Oh, never mind. I'm blanking on his name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he's now my brain fart. Yeah, I'm looking on his back. Um, thank you. Thank you. Another one, please. Another artist? Yeah. Well, so on. since I gave you some country ones, who are my hip hop artists that are going to be there? Um, well, Mac Miller for sure. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Big shout out. That was that was that was tough. That was yeah. I was not okay after that yeah, for a few that was days. Tough. That I would love. I would love to say I. I've watched so many interviews with Mac Miller, and he just seems like the happiest person to be around. So I would love him to be at that dinner event just to talk to him and everything. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that that was the first celebrity death that like. Had that really bad, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. With our same um, here. I mean, we all grew up with him. You know, it's yeah. So that was just junior year of high school, especially. Right. Yeah. That was I senior mean, skip day. Right. Senior skip day. Exactly. Yeah, that was like the high school anthem. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right. Well, we got quite the dinner party going on right now. Oh. I'm excited. Oh, Luke, Luke Combs. That's that's my Luke Combs. Luke Combs. Oh, yeah, when it rained and pours. Yeah, I was blanking on him, but he's definitely he's, you know, he's coming to that party. Yeah, he's... I think you want to go now. I'm, yeah, I just invited myself. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, la- last question. And I'm going to touch on the premise of the show. This is called Only Half the Story Podcast for two reasons. First reason, my last name is Half, so it's just appropriate that way. And the second reason is I'm interviewing passionate people of those who are in the pursuit of achieving their goals and dreams. And I want to underline the pursuit because typically in in podcast and talk show format, the featured guest is this extremely successful human being. Right. They have this grand story to tell on how they got there, but I want to reverse engineer that concept, and I really want to have a good understanding of what the tangible steps are people are taking in order to achieve their goals. I right. think so many people can relate to that, and especially during these years of our lives, it's mm-hmm. it's contagious. So right. with, with that being said, Neil and Evan, this is another loaded question, and we've kind of already answered it, but how do you guys want to put your stamp on the universe? <sighs> I love that question because it stumps me every time. Every time. But I think it's funny because I've always asked myself that question too. And I still think I ask myself that question every day. Um, But now it's starting to have some element where it has a little bit of a baseline, right? Mm -hmm. Um, How I want to make my stamp on the universe. Um, I want to make an overall positive impact in one one way or another, right? Um, That sounds like a very cliche answer but it's truly the foundation of what gets me through my day-to-days, right? Um, This product is definitely making a stamp on the universe. It's going to make something, I think it'll be truly incredible once it's, once we have it, you know, situated and stuff. And then on another end, like I am like in nursing school, right? I am doing those things. I'm making a positive impact on someone's life that way too. So I think it ends up being the foundation for a lot of what, gets me going yeah. day to day. Absolutely. I think best way to answer this question for me is I've had a lot of really rough days and there's a lot of days where it's hard to, I guess, get out of bed. And I think that's really relatable for a lot of people. But what really helps is music and it's, um, 
I don't know what it is, but when I find music or when I you know hear a song, and it can be by a popular artist too, because my actual favorite hip hop artist is Post Malone. But when I hear a certain song, it just puts me in a certain mindset, a certain mood, and it just makes the day easier. And I think that that's relatable for a lot of people. And if, I think leaving my stamp on the world, this is such a, a great opportunity because I know there's a lot of people that have very stressful days and they look at music as, I guess, um, a way to escape the, the, uh, the hardships that, that they're going through. So mm-hmm. that's kind of something that I would love to, I guess, do in my life is make this music platform a way for people to escape the hardships that they have to go to and make their day easier and I guess a better memory in the days to come because I've had those days where it's you know it's you feel like everything is just not going away and you're feeling awful but then you listen you know for me at least you listen to music and it's just it just changes your entire mood so I um that's kind of what I really want to do is you know if I can make people's day easier and I can make them, you know, get out of bed again. Because, you know, so for some music, it's motivational. For some music, it's relaxing. It can, it can trigger a certain memory, it trigger a certain emotion. And I think that's can be very important, especially if they really want to get something done or they want to reach out to someone mm-hmm. or they want to get back to a certain mindset. Oh, yeah. So if you can do that and if you can kind of put up this, you know, certain music out there. And another big thing, you know, that I haven't even talked about is, these artists are also going through such a huge struggle to get out there and they're using their music as a way to express themselves. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them can be very deep, yeah. deep emotion that they're, you know, holding back, you know, and they're going through all these hardships themselves by promoting their music and making more people aware of who they are and what they're about, mm-hmm. making their lives even easier and making their lives, I guess, happier in the way that yeah, people love my music. They love mm-hmm. who I am. And, you know, that gives them the motivation to keep going. So I think that's the stamp I want to leave in this world when it comes to Fret & Co., when it comes to um, what we do mm-hmm. and, yeah, the user base. Because the user base, I want to definitely prioritize. And the user base is what makes this work. Mm-hmm. And I want to make this website. We want to make this website for the and user base. Work. They want, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I want the user yeah. base to make, this, make them feel like this is their website for them. This mm-hmm. is their music. Man, I love it. That's quite the response. Well, this concludes Chapter 16 of Only Half the Story podcast. I do want to acknowledge you both for just being truly passionate to this idea. I don't think I've met any two individuals that have had this type of desire and passion to be successful in whatever it is that they're achieving, and it's truly contagious. I can't wait to go to work tomorrow. Let me just put it that way. <laughs> so thank you for that. Thank you for being a part of Only Half the Story podcast. I, I really do appreciate it. And uh, any last parting words? Just thank you so much thank for having, you for us. having yeah. us. For sure. Yeah. I mean, that's thank I do. And I like that answer. That kind of makes us feel good, too, because I think in all this like drama of creating all of this, well, not drama, but kind of drama, right? We kind of get caught up and we kind of need it, it is nice to hear that, like, someone else is picking up on our passion is actually respectful of it. And yeah, that's like a good feeling for sure. Keeps us going. It does. You're helping us wake up tomorrow too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, there it is. (laughs) 
and there you have it chapter 16 put it in the bank with neil patel and evan Fru. if you are digging the podcast you know the drill like subscribe and share this with the universe my name is andrew haft this is only half the story podcast and we'll see you next time